listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up, are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Long. Welcome, everybody, to the Earth Oddity Podcast. My name is John. This is Tiny. Yes. And we hope you're having a great week. Hope your Mother's Day was great. Oh, yeah, because it'll probably be after Mother's Day. Right. I might yes. get it out before then, but we'll see. Maybe. It's quick turnaround time <laughs> as a Mother's Day gift. I haven't been exactly Johnny on the spot <laughs> as of late. Well, I saw this question posed today. What do you think is the number one lesson your mom taught you in life? Trust no one. Okay. That's a very good one. <laughs> you can't trust anyone. Okay. That's very good. Mine was humor. You know, yeah, my yeah. mom's a pretty funny person. Uh-huh. I think that's where a lot of my humor comes from. Although dad can get funny too. So trust no one is much cooler. <laughs> oh, mom, why didn't you teach me to not trust anybody? <laughs> yeah. How's your week been so far? Well, it was fine <clears throat> until I was on my way over here. And as a representative of the Bell Mead Homeowners Association Facebook group, I noticed your trash cart wasn't rolled back. It's still out <laughs> on the curb. And we need to get something done about that. Okay. okay. All right. I'll get right on that. <laughs> What's funny is, out of the two of us, you're the only one that's been to an HOA meeting, right? <laughs> I've been to one. Yeah, that's more than I will ever go to. <laughs> I think you got 24 hours to put it up, right? I don't know. I didn't, you never I didn't, read didn't the even know that was a rule. Oh, yeah. Like, I typically you, roll mine back just yeah. because it's easier. I don't think but. anybody gets in trouble for it, but... Uh, I, all the covenants, like if you get all the stuff you sign when you bought a house and mm-hmm. read through them, there's some oh, pretty I'm wild sure. ones in there. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, yeah. that's how. I mean, what? Who knows? We we put our name on so much stuff these days. Oh, yeah. We never read any of that stuff. There's no telling what <laughs> I've agreed to in my life. You have no idea the stuff I've signed, like when I bought the business and mm-hmm. everything. I mean, documents three inches thick. I'm like, are y'all going to wait? Three months for me to read all this <laughs> before I sign it, and consult a lawyer sure, to explain right, yeah. what it's saying because I can't even understand what yeah. it's saying. They we, like write it in another language yeah. so that the common man can't comprehend. We it. don't talk about that enough. Is that is while we have to have like lawyers to represent us in court because we can't understand all the stuff going on. <laughs> yes. Why have we not simplified this for everybody? I, I know the answers because there's a lot of complex, multifaceted rules that have to be covered with words that are very specific and mm-hmm. all of that. And it also probably helps that, I mean... There's a huge industry. Exactly. Tied to it. <laughs> Let's not forget about profits. I don't sure. think that's the only reason. I think you're right, especially yeah. when it comes to the law. There's a lot of... You got to get extremely specific. Very specific. Very yeah. specific. We were learned that in the Old Testament. <laughs> yes. <You know? laughs> So it doesn't surprise me that it's like that, but yes, it has gotten to the point where it's so complex sure. you can't even understand it anymore. Was it you and I having? A, did we talk the last podcast about uh, how cool cops was when they could beat people? You know, <laughs> <laughs> what, was that the patron show? I don't remember. I mean, I I know we've talked about that before, but yes, like I think that I mean, look, cops are people, right? And I think most of them are good. Some of them are not so good. That's true. But and police brutality is a thing. 
Yeah. And, and I have no evidence to back this up, but I feel like the invention of the camera phone has Help. really done a lot to curb <laughs> sure. police brutality in this country. It has. But I was thinking this week, because uh, I'll i get on a YouTube hole watching these sovereign citizens. <laughs> yes. They're so funny. They're ridiculous. <laughs> But I was thinking, I was like, I bet you back when a cop could just billy club you to the face on the side of the highway. There wasn't as many sovereign citizens. There was none. <laughs> there was none at all. Everybody gave them their driver's license. They didn't start talking about some treaty with the Barbary Coast or something like that. And then they fell. Yeah. <laughs> they fell down. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the cops would not tolerate that mess. So. Yeah. Those people should be put in jail, though. That guy that ran over all the people at the Minnesota parade, he claimed to be a sovereign citizen. Oh, did he? Oh, yeah. Huh. They got some wild beliefs. Have you ever looked into it? No. I mean, I've, I've heard just basically the, the, the Cliff's notes yeah. of well, the argument. Well, you know, they don't. They hate the flag that has the gold fringe around it mm-hmm. and a little eagle on top of the flagpole because that's from an admiralty court, like a Navy court or something. Huh. And they say that holds no jurisdiction over them. So they... You know, you're out of luck if you so get So because the flag has a brass eagle on the top yeah, of the pole? exactly, and gold fringe on it. Huh. Yeah. So, it's wild. As I say, have I seen a flag with gold fringe on it? Oh, man, you see them all the time. Okay. Maybe you don't love America as much as I, I do. I guess not. You're not a patriot. <laughs> you're not a true patriot like me. I, I mean, mean I, I like America. I like America a lot. I don't know. I mean, well, love's a strong word. <laughs> I love this country. <laughs> I do. I love, I love the it. people in this country. I love the. That's what I love about it the most. Mm-hmm. That's what. I, that's why I'm so pumped on Alabama because the people here are so awesome. Everybody yeah. thinks we're a bunch of idiots, and we do a very bad job of disproving that every week. <laughs> well, people in general are idiots. Yeah, true. Right? You get enough people together, <laughs> I mean, there's some on. idiotic stuff going on. I don't yeah. think there's anywhere you can go where you're not going to find a stupid person right. somewhere. So maybe in the wilds of Siberia. (laughs) Somebody was talking about, you know, everybody's fleeing California Mm -hmm. at rapid rates. And the South has gained a large portion of the people, you know, and somebody was like, you know, we're going to have more representatives and all senator or more representatives in Congress. Don't hold your breath. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was just like, I was just like, we don't want more, you know, like that means more people are going to be here. Y'all let's, I like it where there's not a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So think about what's going to happen. I mean, okay, real quick, and maybe you know more about this than I do. You know, the, the House of Representatives is is based on population by state. Right. And if I'm not mistaken. Thank you, Rhode Island, by the way. That's why. <laughs> well, at one time. I mean, I mean, it's based on population now, but at one time, wasn't it every so many people you got a representative? But yeah. now it's been capped, right? I don't know if it's capped. Well, I guess it is capped. You I can only put is. so many seats in there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. could we not just, which, <laughs> I mean, that's what our democracy, <laughs> that's what our representative right. democratic republic yes. needs is more people in Capitol Hill arguing about stuff. Right. Yes, that's That's, going to make us more efficient. Because we're going to pack the Supreme Court, too. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody's real mad about that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't know. I guess it's capped, and then they just move them around. I think that's how it is now. You may be right. I don't know. I haven't looked into it because we've had the same amount, I think, my whole life. 
was about to say political science majors, write in <laughs> and let us know. Call in. Sound off in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget to hit like and share. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, anyways, that's enough babbling about nonsense. Mm-hmm. Other than happy Mother's Day to my mom, the sweetest angel on the face of this earth. Also, happy uh, Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. Oh, is there a new Zelda game coming it out? It drops Friday. Wow. Yeah. Did I tell you about the dude trying to scam me for a uh, Steam card? No. Oh, man. He hit me on his normal-looking dude profile, hit me with a friend request on Facebook. Of course, I approve everybody. If you want to be my friend on Facebook, <laughs> I'll approve you. I don't. How many- how many pennies, Miss Pennies, do you have in your oh, friends? A bunch. A bunch. <laughs> they should start their own group. <laughs> their own Facebook group of Penny McNutt. But yeah, uh, but I don't send requests. So, you know, I don't want you to feel obligated to be my friend. Right. But I'll be friends with anybody because I love all of humanity. So anyway. Yeah. Anyway, he was trying dude, to sell you a Steam card. No, he hit me up for like three days with just general banter. Oh, he was playing the long con. Yeah. The long game. And then one morning, I was getting ready, waiting for the kids to get ready to go to school. He hit me with, uh, hey, my mama's in the hospital and I can't get to my money and all that. <laughs> can you get me a $60 Steam card so I can go see my mama or something? And I was like, no. <laughs> does, does Steam? Do they sell, like, bus tickets? Well, that's what I said. <laughs> you going to get a bus ticket on Steam. I said, no. He was like, dude, I will pay you back more. My money is just tied. You know, like he had some thing. And I was like, what is a Steam? How does a Steam card <laughs> help you do anything other than buy games for your Steam deck? And he blocked me. Also, by the way... Tears of the Kingdom is going to be $70, not 60 So what do you want a $60 Did card Did they have for? a pre-sale? Maybe he's trying to get in. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I forgot about that. I was just happy I knew what a Steam Deck was. Because mm-hmm. I think once I dropped that in the combo, he was like, oh, this dude's on to <laughs> you know, He was hoping for some... Yeah, just some person doesn't know anything. Which, I mean, he, he, he had you pegged as a very anti-nerd. Sure, like, right. he, but he didn't. He didn't consider the fact that maybe you had a really good friend who right. was totally a nerd. We taught basketball. He was a North Carolina fan, uh-huh. which I got a little skeptical because I, I was like, "Oh, you root for the Tar Heels," and he was like, "Yeah, man." And I was like, "Oh, you know, LOL or something," because we beat him this year. And then he was like, uh, "He said something about us getting bounced out of the tournament." And I was like, "But we beat y'all, you know, like, right?" How do you not know that? Y'all were number one when we beat you, by the way. So, yeah. I got skeptical then, but he carried on for another day, and then he hit me up. I was like, you can't get me, man. I'm unscammable. (laughs) (laughs) On Facebook, in real life, I've been scammed many times. (laughs) Yeah, I've given crackheads $20 to to buy gas so they could go see their grandma. You know, (laughs) So many times. So many times. (laughs) I'd have given them 20 bucks for crack if they had just asked me for it. <laughs> Dude, I, you know, I guess it. Let, let the guy have some fun. He's already homeless, right? <laughs> right. He's not going to live long anyway. Yeah, right. This is <laughs> just crash and burn. This is a swan song, man. <laughs> okay. That's what they mean by love one another, I think. Give crackheads <laughs> money. Crack money for drugs. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, we need to talk about news. Yes. All right. What you got this week? Let me tell you what I got. We're going to talk about, we got a coronation story. I don't know if you're aware that there's a new king in England. Uh, I heard something about it. Yeah. At church. Right. 
I saw somebody online trying to dab on King Charles, being like, you know, what a display of the uh, white male privilege that's ran our runs our country or something. And somebody pointed out for the last two hundred years, a hundred and seventy four of them they've had a queen. They <laughs> know <laughs> so, it's white female privilege. Come yeah. on. Anyways. So we got that. We're going to talk about Jello wrestling between two congressional representatives. All right, and an interesting hotel stay. Okay, yeah. What about you? I have a story about Jared from Subway. Okay, one of your favorites. You rave about him all the time. <laughs> I have a story about a dead father in a freezer. Okay, but I wanted to start with this one. Uh, Update on Sam Bankman Freed. Oh, yeah. I forgot about him. He says that dishonesty and unfair dealing aren't fraud and okay. seeks to dismiss all charges. That's an interesting <laughs> legal strategy. Yeah. All right. Late Monday, legally embroiled, embroiled FTX founder Sam Bankman Freed moved to dismiss the majority of criminal charges lobbed against him by the United States government after his cryptocurrency exchange went bankrupt in 2022. In documents filed in a Manhattan federal court, lawyers from the law firm Cohen and Gresser, LLP, which, if I'm not mistaken, isn't this the same law firm that was representing Ghislaine Maxwell during her trial? Oh, is it? I don't know. I don't know about that name, but I do remember, and this was this was last year when he got arrested, that there was a big story that Ghislaine Maxwell's lawyers, <laughs> he had hired them to represent I him. I do remember that so, story, yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, Bankman-Fried's first legal defense, lawyers accused the U.S. of a troubling and classic rush to judgment, claiming that the government didn't even wait to receive millions of documents and other evidence against SBF before improperly seeking to turn civil and regulatory issues into federal crimes. After FTX's collapse last year, federal prosecutors acted quickly to intervene within a month, alleging that Bankman-Fried was stealing billions in customer funds defrauding investors, committing bank and wire fraud, providing improper loans, misleading lenders, transmitting money without a license, making illegal campaign contributions. Oh, wonder who those are to. <laughs> it was primarily Democrats. I bet you it wasn't <laughs> Trump. <laughs> uh, bribing China officials and other crimes. Through it all, Bankman Freed has pled not guilty. Now, in his motion to dismiss, Bankman-Fried has requested an oral argument to fight their baseless charges and clear his name. He's asking the court to dismiss 10 out of the 13 charges, arguing that federal prosecutors have failed to substantiate most of their claims. Hmm. The government's haste and apparent willingness to proceed without having all the relevant facts and information has produced an indictment that is not only improperly brought about, but legally flawed and should be dismissed, Bankman-Fried's lawyers argued in one of several memos filed yesterday. His lawyers also allege that after extraditing Bankman Freed from his home in the Bahamas, the U.S. has failed to honor terms of an extradition treaty requiring that the Bahamas consent to all charges brought against him. He now faces charges on four counts that were not encompassed by the counts listed in the Bahamas warrant of surrender to which the Bahamas has not yet consented his lawyers alleged in court filings. So I guess he's got charges in the Bahamas too. Well, I mean, jail in the Bahamas can't be that bad, right? I believe that when I remember 
I, I want to say it was like it was for weeks nothing happened and like right the they internet like the internet was like why are you not arresting yes, this guy right. he stole all our money right. why are you doing yeah. nothing everybody get him and they were like eh, let's just take our time yeah. this is island culture <laughs> <laughs> and then the Baham- when the Bahamas did arrest him I just remembered people were saying that he's trying to get. He's trying to be put on trial in the Bahamas, yeah. not in the United States. Oh, yeah. He'll get crushed yeah. here, of course. Yeah. Then he was subpoenaed to testify at a congressional hearing, and he was arrested the night before. So Yeah, there you go. That, that happens. The heat got turned up. Should the court decide not to dismiss the charges, he's asked the court to try the charges of illegal campaign contributions and foreign bribery, bribery separately from the charges of fraud and conspiracy. His lawyers argue that this would help avoid undue prejudice because a jury may use the evidence of one of the crimes charged to find his guilt on the other crime that he's been charged with. In short, combining charges could tempt the jury to infer a criminal disposition on the part of Bankman Freed. Additionally, his lawyers want a chance to develop Bankman Freed's defense. To that end, they've asked the court to compel federal prosecutors to share any withheld communications or other documents, which... I didn't think they were allowed to do that anyway, were they? Like, I, I don't guess so, unless the federal government can claim something's yeah. classified, maybe. Maybe. I thought you had to provide yeah, thought, everything that I was requested. prosecutor had, well, I mean, now maybe they've got stuff that they're yeah. not going to introduce in trial right. that they're kind of sitting on. Right. But I thought everything that they were going to introduce in trial, they have to hand it over to the defense yeah. and vice versa, I thought. Yeah. Or no, 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 not vice versa. If I thought they had to share everything they had. Because it could be introduced into trial. Okay. Yeah, I think maybe. Maybe there's. I'm learning all this from the movie My Cousin Vinny, where <laughs> sure. Joe Pesci is like, hey, I'd like to see all your files. And he was like, yeah, sure. Yeah, right. And he goes and he tells his, his fiance, he's like, look, I, I went hunting with him and now I've got all his files. And she's like, he has to give you all those. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. <laughs> yes. Uh, my Cousin Vinny, great movie. Yes. A great movie. I, I would have to say my favorite Marissa Tomei movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She, I don't, that's the only one I know she's ever been in. So. She was in uh, the Spider-Man movies. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know. She was the... Confirmed, not a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> she was hot Aunt May. A hot Aunt May? Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's what we got in the, the latest trilogy. A hot Aunt May? Uh-huh. Okay. She was in a couple of Seinfeld episodes. Very funny. Okay. Yeah. Well, I hope Sam Bankman-Fried goes to jail for a very long time. I do, too. I don't know that he will. I think he'll end up doing probably five or six years at some minimum minimum security thing and then be out like the pharmacy guy, you know? Yeah. What was his name? Shrelly? Yeah, right. Martin Martin Shrelly. Shrelly. Yeah, yeah, him. Yeah. He has a lot of friends in dc yeah in very high places yeah so something he laundered a ton of money for ukraine (laughs) he's not gonna be doing jail time like hard jail time they did take away his ability to play league of legends i did not (laughs) good he loved playing league of legends i don't even know what league of legends is It's just it's one of those online video games yeah like where you just fight other people or something yeah i've never played it either I just the what? only reason I know I'm shocked. I, you know everything <laughs> about games, Tiny. The well, this is one of those. I think it's one of those free to play, massively multiplayer online okay. games. I'm very much a single player, like Fortnite, something like yeah. that. Uh, Playing with other people sucks. <laughs> yes, it does. They kill you so fast. 
Yes. And then you have to listen to their little whiny 11-year-old voice curse you. <laughs> no, nah, I don't I don't ever put a headset on. Yeah. Never. I'm not getting cussed out. When I played that uh, Call of Duty, that World War II game yes. for so long, I got cussed out so much, I was finally like, I'll just never wear the headset again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get too angry at this little kid. Start calling his mom a hoe and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I can't do that. Can't get sucked into that lifestyle, John. So. Where do we want to start here? Okay, let's talk about Representative Nancy Mace. Do you know who Nancy Mace is? I don't. She's from South Carolina. Okay. Uh, she's on the right there. All right. I mean. Is she trans? <laughs> could be. I don't assume gender. <laughs> right. I never assume yeah, gender. Yeah, I was just asking. People look know. at me and they say, that guy doesn't assume gender. He's very progressive, because I never do. Uh, Representative Nancy Mace, possibly transgender, says people want to see her jello wrestle with Marjorie Taylor Greene. She said that. She said that. <laughs> Who told her that? <laughs> I don't know. Let's see. Oh, no. What do, I hit the wrong button. It's trying to make me download an app. I'm sorry, people. <laughs> Representative uh, Nancy Mace of South Carolina once joked to a colleague that people want to see her jello wrestle with fellow Republican Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene of Georgia. Could be a SEC championship. <laughs> Might have it at halftime of the game. I wonder who's telling her that. I thought most conservatives didn't want trans men in women's sports. <laughs> <laughs> the two have a history of intense acrimony stemming from differences in how they position themselves in the party. While Green is an unabashed far-right ally of former President Donald Trump, Mace has a more complicated relationship with the Trump wing of the party including fending off a primary challenger backed by the former president last year. She often seeks to present herself as a centrist, criticizing her party's stances on abortion and guns. In 2021, Mace went as far as to call Green, I can't say this word, bat blank crazy in a (laughs) series of emojis uh, after Green referred to her as a trash. So she went, Bat poop clown. This is what a bat poop clown looks like. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. So. I guess the term rhino just didn't quite convey (laughs) what she was trying to say about her. (laughs) Uh, Mace acknowledged her own precarious position within the GOP base, made a joke uh, that said, the only people want to see, the only thing people want to see of me and Marjorie is if we are wrestling in jello. Uh, doesn't really say why she says that. Um, could it be that she just wants to wrestle her in Jello? It could be. <laughs> and she's just like, people say yeah, that. But people are always saying. <laughs> she's floating that out there as a joke. That's like when you're And then if Marjorie yes. Taylor takes it serious. <laughs> right. That's, she's wanting to strip down to her mankini and get in there. It's like her. you're in seventh grade and you're like, you know, to the cute girl. Everybody says we make a cute couple. That's crazy, isn't it? That's so crazy that or, everybody's always saying we'd make the best couple. And you're hoping she'll say, well, is it that crazy? Yeah, right. <laughs> but they never say that. They crush you and go, yes, that is funny. And then you ball up your emotions inside for the rest of your life. Yeah. That's that's manhood in a nutshell, people. 
And then you go hop on some let, incel Reddit. Let me subreddit. tell you about this wild, I want to find it, Facebook post, man. Oh, it it's, it's wild. A friend of mine that I went to high school with, um, she posts a lot on Facebook, so I got to scroll here for a little bit, uh, put up a like love letter she got in 10th grade on her Facebook. Okay. <laughs> and uh, it's, it says, uh, your, your eyes, are, this guy wrote this, mm-hmm. your eyes are like golden pearls of glistening sand, your flowing hair like strands of sunlight warming uh, the earth when when is my heart, which beats for you, only you, forever, forever, forever. I hope yours beats for me as mine beats for you. Please accept this Tiffany tape from me to show my affection for you. Tiffany tape? Yeah. It's like a cassette tape? Yeah, cassette tape. <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany, Tiffany I think we're alone now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Isn't that Tiffany or was that Debbie Gibson? I just remember the song. I have no idea who sang it. So, of course, everybody's dabbing on this dude in the comments. Right. Spe- Stan asked, if, did he get the date with her? And she was like, no, I put him in the friend zone. Oh. And then I had to chime in. I was like, this is why men are unemotionally. <laughs> this dude poured his heart out to you, and you put him in the friend zone. That's how school shooters get made. <laughs> <laughs> and then... After the embarrassment of getting friend zoned in tenth grade, after pouring your heart out to a did lady, she, like, she, she posted on Facebook like thirty <laughs> years later to double dab on you. <laughs> That's wild, and then you got people dogpiling on the comments, laughing at you. I felt sorry for the guy. Well, it is kind of funny, but uh, it's extremely funny. <laughs> Here's a tip, all right? A tip for all the single. Men out there, yeah. especially the young ones in high school. Right. You don't write this stuff down. <laughs> you don't send it in a text. You don't put it in an email. You don't put it on Instagram <laughs> in a DM. Yeah. You say this stuff out loud for two reasons. Number one, it hits different. Sure. <laughs> Number two, you can always deny you said it. <laughs> I just feel bad for this dude. There's 33 comments on this thing. <laughs> yeah. She brought it back up 30, 40 years later on him. Golly. If he hasn't shot up a school, he probably will now. <laughs> or his place of work, you know? Yeah. Anyways, I don't know how I got onto that. Huh? But it's wild. <laughs> he gave her a Tiffany tape. She wouldn't even probably hold hands with him. <laughs> <laughs> you know what the Tiffany tape was worth in 19, whatever year that was, 92, maybe? 1995? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> That's Walmart. a substantial. <laughs> do you know how frustrating it was to spend all your money on like a CD or a cassette tape? And, and there was like home? three songs on there that you wanted to yeah, listen to. And you to. put it on and you're like, well, most of this album sucks. <laughs> You mean every single one? <laughs> I mean, this is bad. No, there's some good albums out there. Oh, okay, yeah. absolutely. I'm just talking about of like the majority yeah, right. of the albums that come out of the music yes. industry. Yeah, you're like, I, I love, I just want the one DC talk song. You know, I don't want the whole <laughs> album. I just want Jesus Freak or whatever yeah. it is. You want the one song you hear on the radio. Yes. And then maybe a couple others. Yeah. 
And there are people listening today that don't know the pain of trying to fast forward a tape to the good song and I am missing and having to rewind it and go back and everything. That was frustrating. It seems like now this is right before CDs come along. Oh, they got where they would track. Yeah, that's what yeah. I say. It seems like I remember having a, a cassette player that would you could sure. it somehow it was able to see the parts of the tape that didn't have recording right, and, like, and it stop, stop it. Yeah. Now that was that was show you had some money if you had one of them. <laughs> well, it wasn't mine, it was my mom's. Uh, yeah. Well, trust no one. <laughs> she stole it from her. But like I learned from you, mama. I learned it from you, mama. <laughs> uh I, there's no good segue. How about this? Son <laughs> sure. keeps father 101 in a freezer so he could talk to him. Okay. I, I should have said dead father. I <laughs> Son keeps dead father 101 in a freezer so he can talk to him. Okay. That's a, that's a young man that loves his dad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, police in Limburg have found the body of a man in a freezer, which had been put there by his son, who is 82. So... <laughs> oh, yeah, man. That's like your only friend if you've been alive that long. Uh, who didn't want to lose him 18 months ago. So, I mean, it's it's extremely weird, but also heartbreaking. Sure. Yeah. that <laughs> It's hurting my heart. <laughs> the discovery was made in the town of Landengraf. Local broadcaster said, The son told one Limburg his father had died of natural causes at the age of 101 you know, I'd like to see an autopsy. <laughs> We're just going to take this 85-year-old man's word for it. Who's keeping a body in the freezer? <laughs> yes. You make a compelling argument. <laughs> Quote, I did not want to let him go or I would miss him. The son is quoted as saying he then placed his father in the freezer so that he could continue to talk to him. According to De Limburg local paper, the body was discovered after a warning by the family doctor who had become concerned about the father's death. He's... The, the doctor's not getting his copay. He's not yeah, right. He's like, you know what? I need to go. I need to check on this guy. Uh, police are now trying to establish how the man died and when and whether or not fraud was involved. Local council officials who visited the house have described it as a mess, and the son has been given a week to clear it up. Wow, I didn't know they could just come in there and tell him he has to clean his room. <laughs> I guess so. They don't must not have hoarders up there. I guess the so. TV show. One Lindbergh points out that there was a similar situation in 2015 when the body of a 91-year-old woman was found in the home that she shared with her son. She had been dead for two years, and the son was ordered to pay back the 40,000 euros in pension money that he had, that had been paid out to her in her name. <laughs> yeah, I remember. So, we, we talked about yeah, that. Yeah, we talked about that. Huh. So, which... I mean, I guess it's, if if that's what's going on here, I don't know if that's the case. I mean, he's 82. Right. I'm assuming he's got his own whatever pension or whatnot. Yeah, I think. But if he was if he was taking money, then he's only got 18 months to pay back. <laughs> well, it's a lot better than yeah, that's true. Two or three years. I mean, is there anything wrong with keeping a dead body? You know, like of of a loved one who died of natural causes in your freezer. <laughs> I mean. Uh, uh, yes, according to the laws of, of society. Yeah. Well, of Britain. I'm talking over here where freedom with the world's largest population, prison population in the United States. Yeah, I mean, it, it's one of those things like, how do you make a rule book? Like, like yeah. at what point? Yeah, well, when does that get put on the books? Yeah, I like, Was it the first guy who did his daddy like that? Kept him in the freezer? Well, now there's this one guy who he got super into like... Uh, Cry, what's it? What's it called? Cryo, yeah, cryogenics. Yes, he got super yeah. into cryogenics. It was too expensive for him to do, so he started researching how to do it himself on himself. Yeah, 
and he found out a way to freeze his own body. Yeah. Do you remember that? I do. And his family does it. And now there's like a super kitschy town festival every year, Frozen Dead Days. I didn't know that. Yeah. We'll we'll find any excuse to party. <laughs> any excuse. Hold on. Frozen Frozen Dead Guy Days Festival. That's what it is. It's in is that Eats Park, Colorado? E S T E S Estes Park, maybe. That's, that sounds right. Estes. Estes Park, Colorado. Uh, they're trying to get me to join their mailing list. It, uh, <laughs> sure. Join up. <laughs> it's an annual event that's been going on for 20 years, uh, taking place over St. Patrick's Day weekend, March 17th through the 19th uh, this year. Or I guess it, 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 it happened back in March. Uh, the Reborn Frozen Dead Guide Days will feature live music and entertainment all weekend long and will be held at the... Uh, events complex and the Stanley Hotel with satellite events occurring around town. Festival goers can expect the weird and wonderful happenings from years past, including coffin races and a polar plunge, as well as plenty of new and elevated uh, Estes twist, like a frostbite fashion show, roaming <laughs> freak show acts, and bands, uh, and bloody Sunday brunch, and more. Okay. So there you go. Well... It sounds great. I want to go. I'd love to go. I don't. That's too close to devil worship. <laughs> Keep me away from it. Um, I can't think of a reason that I would ever be in Estes Park, but yeah. if I was ever nearby, I would love would to check it out. Frozen Dead Guy Festival's going on. <laughs> yes. Would what do you think about the people who do the cry cat? The freezing thing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Cryogenics. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I suppose if they ever do figure out how to bring yeah, dead tissue back, them. I mean, I guess they'll have the last yeah. laugh, right? <laughs> I think I think it's, I mean, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of different ways that you can dispose of a dead body. They're all expensive, except maybe yeah. for donating your body. Put them in the freezer is pretty good. <laughs> Out in the garage, that's a that's very cost effective. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I, I personally, I feel like when I die, I'm not too worried about yeah. what my family decides to do with me. Yeah, me either. Because I'm of the opinion that I've moved on, right? And it's just, I mean, I want to be buried in the ground. Like a good Christian man should be, <laughs> but I don't want. I don't care if they decide to cremate me or mm -hmm. freeze me, plant me in the root ball of a tree out in the woods somewhere. Whatever, I don't care. I'm. I ain't gonna be worried about it. I don't need this body anymore. Mm -hmm. It's just a flesh suit, anyways, for our soul. Yeah, I kind of like the idea of like a green burial, like you're talking about, where they you know, put you in the roots of a tree yeah, or whatever. Right. I like that. And I like the idea of a Viking funeral, oh, open air cremation <laughs> with me shooting the arrows. Yeah. That would but, be great. But again, it's not like I don't think I'm going to get to view it. No, like, I'm not it'd just get be to cool for it. everybody. <laughs> yeah. I've told you I wanted like you know a marching band, a marching band, cheerleaders, t-shirt cannons, yes. a midget kiss, maybe cover band up there. Yeah, yeah, I think that would be great. Mm -hmm. but why not? Why do we not make funerals? parties you know i mean here in the west we're just freaked out about yeah. the whole thing i guess we just don't like to think about death and I, so we just know. try to very quickly i think about it all as quickly <laughs> as possible 
I'm talking about just as a as a culture, as a right. society. But yeah, I, I think I, about it a lot too. I, I, yeah, I wouldn't say I think about like me personally dying. I think about death as yeah, like how we treat it culturally. Mm-hmm. Um, why some people are afraid of it, why other people aren't. You know, all those things, all the ramifications of what happens to you when someone dies. You know, emotionally and physically. As scary as death is, you know what I also think is kind of scary. What's that? The thought of like not dying yeah i've thought about that too if you have to exist within this time <laughs> that's what i'm yeah. getting at like obviously right. you know, again me being a christian and believing that heaven is going to be you know right for lack of a better term awesome <laughs> i think that's how it's described <laughs> but i'm talking about like living here on planet earth and just continually getting older and older and yeah. having more and more aches and pains every right. day and never quite Kick in the bucket. Yeah. That's a scary thought to me. Speaking of getting older and older, I had my consultation for my colonoscopy. Colonosc- I can't say this word either. For my for my rotor-rooter procedure <laughs> this <you>. week. <laughs> and all they did was like ask me a bunch of questions, and they're like, all right, well, we'll schedule your procedure, which isn't until September on Libby's birthday. I did that as a <laughs> gift to her. <laughs> I did that as a gift to her. <laughs> I was like, Livy, I am going to get trashed on your birthday. They're going to put me to sleep. I'm going to black out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, so the lady that was like, you know, asking me what drugs I took and all that and everything. At the end, she was like, I was like, was well, that it today? And she was like, yeah, yeah, no, this is just your consultation. You know, Dr. Tucson is going to do your procedure. They'll schedule that on the way out. And I was like, well. But I shave my butt. (laughs) (laughs) She didn't know what to say. (laughs) And then I was like, I'm kidding. (laughs) She still didn't know what to say. (laughs) She didn't laugh like I thought she would. I thought she would be like, this is funny. But I'm probably, I was thinking I was on the drive home that, I'm probably not the only person that's made that joke. They have to get a lot of butt humor in that (laughs) line of work. So, yeah. You know what my family hates? Well, let me back up. The kids love it, but my wife hates it. It's like messing with, like, the drive-thru people. Oh yeah, like when I'm when I'm on my own, it's like there's no audience, so there's no there's no point. But if it's like the whole family in the car. It's it's on. Just like it, just performance art. Yeah, just like messing with with them. Not anything mean, but like for okay, one time. Remember this last April Fool's Day when <laughs> I enraged my whole family by telling my oldest son, "Hey, what do you say we get a hotel and stay at the beach for a couple more days?" And he was <laughs> right. like, "Yes, yes, yes." And I was like, "April Fool's, <laughs> right?" Yes. Well, later that night, later that night when we came back home, we got pizza that night. And we, when we were, I was going through the drive-through pickup window, and I told the lady after I signed my little receipt, I said, "Hey, you got pizza sauce on your shirt?" And she started like looking down, trying to find it, and I was like, "April Fool's!" Oh. <laughs> she thought it was funny. The boys thought it was funny. Tara does not find <laughs> anything like that funny. <laughs> You're just a prankster, Tiny. You can't help it. You can't help it. Speaking of pranksters, a couple of pranksters mow a symmetrical giant penis in the lawn of King Charles' coronation party site. What a way to honor the British monarchy. Sure. Right. I bet you they were. I hope they were American. 
<laughs> if not, they have the American spirit. I say we yes. give them citizenship. A large penis has been mowed in the lawn of King Charles Coronation Party site just day before days before the big day, and a massive appendage is hard to miss. <laughs> Photos show the large phallus carved into fre- into the freshly mowed lawn at Bath's historic Royal Crescent, where a large coronation party will be held uh, or was held this Saturday. Uh, residents awoke Thursday to find the impressively symmetrical uh, lawn design in front of their posh homes. Uh, so the Royal Crescent, known for its pristine lawn, I guess this is like... Uh, Augusta National or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think it's a golf course, but you know they keep it up like that. It dates back to the 18th century and is featured in the Netflix drama Bridgerton. Do you know okay. what that is? I know what. I've never seen it, but yeah. my wife she watched it for a little it. bit and then yeah. she she quit it's watching. Too it. spicy for. Her. I think it was too. I think it was uh, <laughs> giving her hot flashes. <laughs> it's a little too spicy. There was a sp- I, I was in the room during some of the spicy scenes. Mm-hmm. You know, didn't do anything for me, but whatever. <laughs> uh, the Royal Crescent is said to be hosting a Georgian themed grand coronation party. Um, crop circles have mysteriously appeared on the garden of uh, the exclusive Royal Crescent in Bath. And they say it's a symbol to mark the coronation was a, a tweet from one of the journalists in town. <laughs> what um, if it was aliens that made the penis? <laughs> that would be great. The crazy thing is this article doesn't even have a picture of it. Let me click on the Twitter link, though, just so you can see. Oh, yeah. Excellent work. Excellent work. Yeah. Now, they're doing what's been done to thousands of high school football fields across <laughs> the United States. And I commend them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Down with the monarchy, you know? <laughs> yeah. We're not monarchists over here, unless you're talking about corporations. Yeah, I remember, uh, well, this past Sunday in church, now the, the the preacher, he used the king's coronation as like a, Allegory, like if you think that's something, oh yeah, you know, you should you just, should see the real king, right. <laughs> that whole thing. Sure, but he was just talking about it, and he was like, he was he. I remember he made the comment. He was like, I'm sure you've seen it all over your news feed, and I was like, dude, our great 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 grandfathers fought a war right. so that we wouldn't have to see this in our news yes. feed. <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't, I'm watching that. Yeah. They learned that we didn't care about that at the Battle of Yorkton. <laughs> we don't. We didn't. You know what? We don't even like it. No, not not at even all. a little bit. Not one bit. <laughs> it's crazy. I, I didn't, of course, watch any of it. But uh, just looking at the pictures, like all the gold and jewels and stuff, and he's just like holding stuff that's gold, and you're like, you guys got a lot of money, you know? Like <laughs> it looks dumb. It looks incredibly dumb. <laughs> Is it? I mean. Am I the only one who thought, okay, what is the difference between this and like a renaissance fair somewhere where a bunch of nerds wearing a bunch of fake gold that looks exactly the same? Yes. And I think it's like this dude's in charge just because he's born into the right, you know, family. And yeah. I was like, that seems wrong. And then I remembered all the bushes and stuff <laughs> that we've done over yeah, here. Yeah, we're so much better than that <laughs> yeah, here in right. America. Yeah. <laughs> We started out early on with John Adams and his son, yeah. John Quincy. Mm-hmm. It's John Quincy Adams rocks, too. John Adams is rocks. They're both great people. But, yeah, you know, we had a, what, one in between there was 
Jefferson's in between there. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Anyways, uh, Sadie, congratulations on your new king. <laughs> yes. I hope you enjoy him. Do they say God saved the king now? I think so. Okay. I think like everything, you know, they used to call it the Queen's Guard. It's all called the King's Guard now mm-hmm. and everything. They just made a shift. What about his side chick just moving on into I'm the Queen now? Charles's, you right. know? What was her name? Camilla? I, I thought. Okay. What a move by her, <laughs> by the way. Uh, is is she allowed to be the queen? I mean, I know that yeah, they're married, but I thought there was some kind of something where she technically wouldn't be considered the queen. Well, if you're the king, can't you go, guess who's my queen, guys? <laughs> I know my mama passed a rule, but I'm the king now. <laughs> right. She's the queen. Y'all suck on it. What y'all going to do? <laughs> y'all going to fight a revolution? That's right. <laughs> Come after me. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I would do that. All I would be the worst king. Here's my question: Who's next? After William. Him. William, isn't it? Not the one that left. What was his name? Harry. Harry. Yeah, it's the other one. Yeah, yeah but but isn't he the guy who was you know? <laughs> what? <laughs> He's not. Is that not Jeffrey Epstein's buddy? That was. Uh... No, that's Andrew. Oh, okay. That's uh, Charles's brother, I think. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. I know more about the royal family yeah, than I thought I, I did. I, 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 I was gonna say I don't know anything about this. I thought they kill okay. Princess Die. Everybody knows that. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I learned about all this stuff. <laughs> they killed Diana. They couldn't take it. Yeah, huh. she was going to expose their secrets. Well, let's talk about something else. Let's talk about, uh, <laughs> speaking of pedophiles, talk about Jared <laughs> from Subway. <laughs> yes, Jared from Subway, one of your favorite people in history. <laughs> Except not. <laughs> like on opposite day. He brought us the $5 foot long, y'all. <laughs> did he, though? Yeah, I think he did. I think he brought you the $5 <laughs> foot long. <laughs> Kids love Subway. <laughs> Do they? <laughs> of course they do. Uh, user accidentally sends 1.5 million in Bitcoin to Jared from Subway. Boy. Which now I'd like to, to say this isn't, this may or may not be the actual Jared from Subway. Uh, this was uh, a flustered user put out a desperate personal plea via Discord to return his 1.5 million in Bitcoin after he sent it to someone with the nickname Jared from Subway <laughs> <laughs> by accident. One holder of Bitcoin made a fatal mistake when he was transferring funds to another recipient, inputting the wrong address. You got to triple check that. And he sent 1.5 million worth of Bitcoin to a wallet from someone going by the pseudonym Jared from Subway. Goodness gracious. I'd like to think it was the real one. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> He's going straight to Thailand. <laughs> <laughs> He's buying Epstein's Island. (laughs) (laughs) Upon realizing the mistake, the user took to a Discord server, which was not named in the report, and he pled with Jared to return his cryptocurrency. Quote, Jared from Subway, if you are reading this, please help. (laughs) I sent you by mistake tokens for about $1.5 billion. at that point, if I'm the user, I'm like, new phone, who dis? Yeah, absolutely. I would never respond. <laughs> nope. I'd never respond. I would cash it all out. Like, Dude, I never saw those messages. Sorry. Is there any way to possibly get them back? Or my investors would kill me. Please help, Jared. I want to live, <laughs> wrote the author of the mistake. 
before providing the details of the transactions. While the situation went down on an undisclosed undisclosed Discord server, Twitter user XOCuteSocks made it public (laughs) via their tweet, breaking the situation down and providing links to the details of the multiple transactions that the user made. Again, Bitcoin being a public ledger, you can go and actually see where this transaction took place. Yeah. And then I guess you can look at Jared from Subway's wallet address. Yeah. And you can see that Bitcoin slowly, <laughs> slowly leave. Yeah. To it like, would quickly leave if it was me. <laughs> well, yeah. I would, I would immediately convert that to cash. However, you do that. <laughs> you got to go to a, a, crypt, a crypto exchange. You got to sell it to FTX. <laughs> Not FTX. Yeah, but one of them. <laughs> but one of them. Yeah. I'd, that'd be my first move. <laughs> uh, how do you make multiple? Hold on a second. Twitter users in the replies were confused as to how one exactly makes such a fumble with such a high amount of money, uh, which is a very common practice among people. I mean, you got to pay, you know, you got to pay transaction fees, but it's worth it, especially if you're dealing with 1.5 million. You send a little bit first, right, and make sure that goes through without a hitch. Yeah, then you'd send the rest. Yeah, you send a one, right, and then you mm-hmm. call them. Hey, that hits your wallet. Right. And they say, yes, you're like, all right, here comes a risk. Which if you've got like a hundred of one point five million, yeah. Seems like that I would that would be like, you know, thousand dollar transactions for every day for however long until yeah. you got it there. That's right. how I would do it. Huh? Anyway, I'll yeah. never know what it's like to hold that much money. <laughs> Not in Bitcoin. I won't. <laughs> Uh, anyway, this just got a bunch of like random users uh, commenting on it, but uh, it says the crypto horror story did have a happy ending, oh. but not every story related to stolen crypto ends on such a note. In March 2023, $8.9 million in crypto was stolen in the SafeMoon hack, dragging Jake Paul back into the spotlight for all the wrong reasons. Oh, that's right. I remember that. Yeah. He, so I, is I guess, that when he bought a bunch of fake Pokemon cards? <laughs> I don't know about that. I remember he got in trouble because he was launching like this NFT project called Crypto Zoo, right? And he raised all this money, and then like Crypto Zoo didn't even work, right? Yeah, eh, so that happens. We've all made some bad investments before. <laughs> also, since we're on the since we're on like the. Uh, Oh, wait, Jake Paul. I was thinking of Logan Paul. Okay, never mind. That's his brother, right? I can't tell him apart. Okay. I don't know. Which one got in trouble for the dead Chinese guy hanging up in the tree? That was Logan Paul, I think. All I know is I paid $60 because Thomas really wanted a Logan Paul sweatshirt. And then he did that. And like three days after he got it, that happened. And Thomas (laughs) was like, I can never wear this again. And now, he's a boxer now, isn't he? Right, yeah. And he may or may not be sitting on bootleg footage of a UFO. <laughs> oh, he has bootleg footage of a UFO? Dude, this is the funniest story. Listen to this, okay? There's a filmmaker. His name is James Fox. You Have you ever heard of him? I know Jamie Fox. No, this is James Fox. <laughs> no. He, he's like, he makes a bunch of like UFO documentaries or whatever. Okay. He was on the Joe Rogan podcast recently, and he was telling Joe Rogan this crazy story. Look, okay. He makes good movies. He's very good at what he does, but he is a believer. Okay. Oh, yeah. I don't think like any story that he hears about aliens, he's all in. He's all in. He's all in. He was telling Joe Rogan this crazy story about this ex-vet or this, you know, this ex-military vet guy who lived out in the desert in Nevada, calls him up on the phone. He like lived somewhere on the outskirts of Area 51 and he used to like, you know, take videos and stuff of it and just kind of follow it. Yeah. And <laughs> 
He calls him up. He's like, look, you got to come here and watch this video. And you're not so, going to believe it. You're not going to believe it. He gets in a video. He drives to this guy's trailer. <laughs> he sure. gets in there, pops down on his couch. He pops a VHS tape in there and presses play. Now, this was back in the 90s, right. according to James Fox. And there's this there's this video of like these two guys on a road trip and they're like, you know, looking at all this, this alien muse- museum in Roswell, New Mexico and all this stuff. And then at some point in the video, there's like this crazy looking UFO that like flies over their car. And it's like this for a VHS tape. It's like really good footage and all right. this stuff. And Joe Rogan is like, this sounds like a hoax. Like every single found footage film we watch starts out exactly like this. Yeah. And James Fox is like, no, no, no. This is such good footage. This happened back in the 90s. Blah, 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 blah. Well, here's the funny part. He goes on uh, Logan Paul's podcast, and this was a couple years back, Yeah, and tells him the same story. And Logan Paul is like, whatever. And he's like, no, dude, I'm serious. And he's like, well, you know, where's this video now? And he's like, that guy still has it. I tried to buy it from him. He wouldn't sell it to me. And I've, I've, I've asked him several times about it and he said no every time. And then he said, if you ask about it again, I'm like, you know, cutting off contact with you. And now he won't talk to me anymore. Okay. And Logan Paul is like, well, I want to see this. And I actually went back and found that episode and listened to it. Yeah. And this is, this is uh, James Fox's testimony on the Joe Rogan show. He tells him, he's like, well, look, I want to go talk to this guy. So he takes like a hundred thousand dollars in cash and he goes out and he finds this guy in the Nevada desert. He's like, I'll give you all this money. If you give me this video, the guy's like, no, I'm not giving you this video. And he's like, well, can I see it? And he's like, okay, well, I'll let you see it. And so he sits down on the couch and he shows him the video. And then he's like, can I see it again? And he sits, he like gets from at a different angle in the room and he watches the video again. He's like, can I see it again? And he's like, sure. And so like he, watches it from another angle or whatever. Well, James Fox says that apparently Logan Paul was wearing like a little pin camera uh, on his shirt at all. And he got it. So he may or may not have a bootleg tape huh. of a UFO hoax that this guy's been sitting on since the nineties. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Interesting. He should get with the Blink 182 guy. He should. Yeah. Yeah. They could do a podcast together. <laughs> yeah. So, well, it's just a crazy story. It is a crazy story. Yeah. You want to hear another crazy story? Let me hear it. A hotel guest wakes up to a manager sucking his toes. Oh, no. Are you in defeat? No. Me either. And that would so, God, that would freak me out. That dude would get kicked in the face so hard. Oh, you think so? I might if enjoy it. Me. it. I've never had my toes sucked. I might enjoy it. <laughs> You ever you ever took a little nibble on Tara's little pinky? No, <laughs> me neither. <laughs> on Tara's pinky. <thank> yeah. <laughs> I mean, if I knew the not necessarily Tara, but this is okay. This goes for any woman in in my life. If I knew the feet were clean and you requested it. I might give it a try, right? You know, for your benefit, uh-huh. not for mine. <laughs> for her pleasure, I'm not in. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm not into it. But I've never really, I've never messed with feet before. So, dude, I would roundhouse karate kick this dude so hard. Sure, if I woke up and this guy was doing that, the people that are into feet, they get the most hate online. I think of anybody. Forget the transgenders. <laughs> so say for good cause. <laughs> 
everybody <laughs> from every walk of life are like, you guys are weird. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, a hotel manager has been accused of entering a guest room and sucking on his toes while asleep. I think the driver put this in the Facebook group, mm-hmm. by the way, so shout out to him. Metro Nashville Police Department charged David Neal, 52, with aggravated burglary and assault after reportedly cloning a key card and letting himself into the room of Peter Brennan. I thought it would be a female, you know? like Uh, no. Not in this case. Same-sex toe socket. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. It's 2023. I don't know why I was thinking. Um, Brennan told WTVF he was sleeping at the Hilton downtown in Nashville. I'm staying in the Hilton in Atlanta <laughs> in a couple of weeks. I'll be hit the downtown Atlanta Hilton at the end of this month if anybody's looking to suck on some toes. Uh, uh, when the alleged assault happened. Uh I was in Nashville for a work conference, he said. I awoke to a gentleman, an employee of the Hilton, assaulting me. I instantly jumped up and was screaming, went into sort of a fact-finding mode. Who are you? Why are you in my room? What are you doing here? I could see he was wearing a uniform. He had his name tag on. He was talking to me but not giving me any substantive answers. Neil admitted to entering the room, but told officers he could smell smoke. (laughs) And where there's smoke, there's fire. Yes. Uh, Brennan claims the alleged assault left him with PTSD and trouble sleeping. Oh, come on. I mean, that's a bit. I know you're trying to get a check. (laughs) I know you're trying to get a check, but. Come on now. I can see that giving me a few sleepless nights, too. I don't honestly. know about this, a few. Maybe the next night I'd have a little trouble dozing off if I was in a hotel room. But like if I was at home, I'm like nobody's sucking my toes here. <laughs> I sleep like a baby. No, uh, don't hotel rooms, do they not have that little... Yeah, lock. The, yeah, like, I, mean, I, I know this guy cloned a card, but you got to remember that little yeah, slide always, lock. The always top. with the lock on. Yes. yes, I'm from small town. I'm afraid <laughs> of the big city when I'm staying in a hotel. Uh, it says I really, I still don't really feel safe in my own home. He said. Uh, now Brennan plans on suing the hotel. Um, so a Hilton spokesperson told the News Channel 5, Hilton Nashville downtown is independently owned and operated by a third party and no Hilton entity employee staff at this property uh, and have no uh, employees at this property. The safety and security of our guests is top priority and Hilton takes matters such as these very seriously. Um The local manager added, the safety and security of our guests and team members is our highest priority. We're working closely with the Metropolitan National Police Department. As part of a company policy, we do not comment on ongoing investigations. Mm -hmm. So, dude got arrested for sucking on toes. I have a theory that maybe he was supposed to go to another room, you know? <laughs> right. And he just went to the, he wrong, went to the one. wrong one. Yeah, like he was and checking. it was dark. Yeah, he it couldn't. was dark. He didn't. Yeah, maybe the dude was like, you know, what I really like is for people to sneak in and suck my toes while I pretend to be asleep or something. And he <laughs> Okay, was, look, I have, I, I have no idea. Right. But how funny would it be? <laughs> If this dude thought it was his girlfriend (laughs) (laughs) and he was sucking on some dude's toes. (laughs) Yeah. 
yeah, but maybe they like checked in back to back and he got the room numbers fixed up and he was cloning the keys. <laughs> yes. He thought this was going to be like a romantic surprise. Sure, right. He had met the guy like on Grinder or something. It's well, like, was yeah, just, saying, just come check in my hotel, buddy. Well, I was just we thinking, how fun. funny would it be if this dude was hetero? Sure. Like, like he thought it was his girlfriend. Oh, that's even better. That's what I'm saying. He thought it was a lady. Yeah. He, was <laughs> he thought it was a lady, but it wasn't. Just a dude. <laughs> how funny would that be? <laughs> Oh man, that is funny. Speechless. How? What do I say? There's nothing I can. Yeah. I can explain the situation. Sure, but that doesn't make it better. <laughs> I would. Uh, I think you get a kick to the face real quick. Oh if yeah, you won't be up sucking my toes. That's what I'm saying. Roundhouse kung fu kick so hard, one. so hard. How did he get? They tuck those sheets in so tight. How did he get to your toes? <laughs> I don't know. Man. Yeah. Well, I look forward to my stay at the Hilton. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Let's talk about our sponsor, Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice. We want to thank them for their support. Check them out at CajunCurl.com. You can order the spice right there on the website. Created on the Elm Bayou, it's Evangeline Par- in Evangeline Paris, Louisiana. It's a seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. Cajun Curl Bayou Blends of Spice goes well with chicken, beef, pork, potatoes, toes, and anything else you can think of putting it on. Cajun Curl Bayou Blends of Spice on anything will change your life. On their website, that's CajunCurl.com, you can order the original Bayou Blended Spice and you'll also find recipes that are absolutely mind-blowing. You can locate your nearest retailer or order your own. If your local grocer doesn't carry world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, ask them to start stocking it now. Here locally, it's available at Bowles Fresh Market on Skyland Boulevard, South's Finest Meats, Mark's Mart in downtown Northport, and the Piggly Wigglies, one in Taylorville and one on Lurling Wallace in Northport. All their products are made in the USA, so not only do you enjoy the taste of Cajun Curl, but you also feel patriotic while you enjoy your meal. It's all natural, low salt, and has a little kick, but it doesn't burn your lips. World famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice. Taste the spice, but not the heat. Check them out at CajunCurl.com and use our promo code EOP10 to get a 10% discount. Because we ask that you use the spice, but we don't ask you to pay full price. Amen. All right, we don't have any calls this week, but we do have some questions. You want to okay. answer some questions? Absolutely. All right. And now it's time for Ask John Questions About Stuff. We like to ask John questions on this show. If you have any questions for John, you can head on over to our Discord server, link in the show notes, or you can go to earthoddity.net and you can submit them directly to us that way as well. We're going to start with some questions from the website this week. Okay, we got a question from the website. We have several. Wow. (laughs) Yay. Question one. Why is the cap on bottles of lemon juice always so hard to open? I don't know because I don't know that I've ever opened up a bottle of lemon juice in my (laughs) life. My theory would be that the acidity in the lemons creates some sort of vapor lock. Mm -hmm. There you go. I was about. I was. I'm sitting here trying to think. We don't use a lot of lemon juice either. Yeah. But the lemon juice that I'm familiar that comes in a little plastic bottle that looks like a lemon. Yeah. And you kind of see it in the produce department. I've seen it before. And 
I I don't know if this. I do think that the top you have to kind of like pry it off, huh? And that was kind of difficult. I don't know if this is what he's talking about here or not. But well, uh, yeah. My my advice to anyone would be to just take an ice pick or something. And well, like I mean, just, just poke a hole through the seal, <laughs> you know, and then just use it that way. I was gonna say, you know, you could hand it to your husband to open up, but whatever. <laughs> Uh, next question. Why is the first bite of a slice of pizza always the best? It's the freshest. Yeah. That you will, that it'll ever taste, you know. Also, you've been looking forward to it and this sure. is like the first. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We're becoming Domino's regulars. They, <laughs> they know exactly who we are. Yeah. Has, which I don't, I don't, I don't want to besmirch. No, I know you don't like the Dominoes up here. I like Dominoes, but the Dominoes on forty three. Yeah, I in the past have been rather disappointed. Have they gotten their act together? Is it better? I mean, now? I, I I'm not looking for a high quality dining experience when I order <laughs> Dominoes. <laughs> right. Maybe we set our bar differently. Okay, I'm just looking for something tasty, huh? And that it's always satisfied me. Oh, Maybe good. I'm easier to please, though. Well, I mean, that's that, that's possible. I will say that I'm a big fan of Pizza Hut pizza. I love Pizza Hut but pizza. But I will say the last last couple pizzas we got were... Not good? Not Dude, I paid $2.25 extra for extra cheese, and it still was like almost no cheese on my kid's cheese pizza. Did you call back and get mad at them? No, I didn't, but they did send me an email saying... Please tell us how your last experience was, and yeah. I told them. So <laughs> they Big. can do with that information what they will. Sure, you're a review guy. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Norm, I mean, look, I have gotten so much pizza from Pizza Hut, and it's been great. Yeah. And I never <laughs> left them a review or said anything. That's right. That's how review guys are. <laughs> but this time, <laughs> I was like, well, to tell you the truth, guys, it's usually great. And I said that in my review. I sure. said, look, I love y'all's pizza, but this time it sucked. <laughs> <laughs> I paid $2.35 for extra cheese. Yeah. And there was barely any cheese. Huh. It wasn't even normal cheese on it. <laughs> and they took cheese away. That's what it felt like. Felt like I paid you paid you two dollars and a quarter just to take sure. away my cheese. They looked at your order and judged you, and were like, "This man does not need as much cheese as he thinks he needs." In fact, we're going to give him less to teach him a lesson. Hey, you don't tell me when I've had enough. I tell you when I've had enough. All right? Yeah. Well, uh, next question: Why do the McDonald's with two drive-through lanes always have one closed? <laughs> That's a good. That's a good question. Staffing issues because everyone stigmatizes McDonald's. <laughs> when McDonald's is great, it's delicious, it's consistent. Mm-hmm. Everybody somehow they're the most successful burger franchise year in and year out, and somehow nobody ever eats there. Their orders get screwed up all the time, and one drive-through lane shut down all the time. The reason people think things like this happen all the time is the frequency they go to McDonald's. Hmm. Yeah. So they shut down the stuff occasionally. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you what they shut down. They shut down that shake machine. Not really. Not as much <laughs> as you think. No, I had a shake from McDonald's on Saturday. Uh-huh. Yeah, I did. Well, good for you. Yeah, their frappe <laughs> machine was down because that's what Libby wanted. <laughs> and they had spelled a frappe on the sign like they just had a piece of paper taped on the speaker. It said our frappe machine is down, but they spelled it F-R-A-P-P-Y. <laughs> yes. 
So I don't know <laughs> if that's like a funky McDonald's spelling, but that's not how it's spelled. You know what I would have put on that sign? I would have wrote, our frappe is a piece of crap. <laughs> 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 and it's not working. Immediately, Libby was like, I want a frappe. I was like, the sign says that the frappe machine's not working. And she was like, well, order one anyways to see if it's. So I was like, I need a whatever frappe. And they're like, our machine's broke. I was like, I know it's on the sign. Well, then why did you ask for one? My daughter made me. She bullied me into doing it. Next question. Oh, boy. This one is, uh, this is old school here. When are you going to share your Hitler stash photo with your millions of adoring fans? I don't know that I still have it on my camera. Right? <laughs> That's what I would say, too. Yeah. <laughs> I would be like, that photo does not exist. <laughs> <laughs> it was. I was in the shower when I took it, by the way. I was shaving. Uh, I'm currently growing a beard, and when I shave it off whenever that might be i'm kind of thinking i'm long term with a beard now okay i actually bought some trimmers nice i hadn't figured out exactly how to work it make it look good you got some beard oil no i hadn't do that because that seems a little too too much yeah that seems like you're getting into the makeup territory (laughs) you know (laughs) right i just can't do it So when I, whenever this may be i shave it off i will take a picture of me with a laurel hardy mustache not a hitler mustache (laughs) or a charlie chaplin mustache yeah Yeah. a silent film mustache let's just say that (laughs) now we're going to switch over to the uh, discord server next question comes from the driver what is the word what is the worst and what is the best gift given to you by your wife your children don't count the worst gift and the best worst and the best i don't know about the worst uh you know, probably like a wallet or something, you know, yeah. like you're just like, thanks. I needed it. Mm-hmm. Thanks. But one time she bought me a guitar amp. I just came home one day from the guitar shop and I explained, I was like, oh man, I played this amp. It was great. Blah, blah, blah. And the next day when I came home from work, she had went and bought it for me oh, and had it there nice. and got the exact amp I was looking at based solely on the description that she remembered me saying, you mm-hmm. know, like, it had this many watts, and this is a speaker that I had in it and all that. She didn't know what any of that crap meant. She's much better at gift-giving than me. <laughs> I suck at it. I suck at it. So that was probably my best one. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. It's in Hudson's room right now. So, <laughs> yeah. So what about you? Uh, I guess um, probably the – well, you know what, Tara, she she always asks me, you know, what do you want for Christmas? What do you want for your birthday? What do you want for yeah. – whatever. It's always the same thing. She knows what I like. Everybody does. That's the <laughs> only gift we any man wants. So that's the best. That's the best gift. Yeah. I, Can't top what, that. That's what I had. Well, you can. A guitar <laughs> amp is pretty awesome. <laughs> and, and as far as worst, I guess it would be when I don't get that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> for my birthday. Sure. Yes. Yeah. I had to explain to Hudson this week that sometimes we set expectations and other people don't meet them. And I was like, that you're setting yourself up for disappointment. Yeah, always set your expectations low. Very low. Right. So then you're always yeah. remind me pleasantly to, surprised. <laughs> remind me to tell a Hudson story in the Patreon. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, is the that next it? question oh. is, well, what's the best and worst gifts given to you by your kids? 
Oh, I don't, my kids don't really even get me anything. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, I don't want my kids to waste their money on gifts for me. My kid, Father's Day, you know, yeah. You, I don't even, I like a card. That's about all we do. We're not big gift people in the long family. Mm-hmm. So, um, I don't know. My oldest kid is 13. So, you know, he don't have a job. He's, yeah. You know, he, they, my kids have never like, you know, going out and got something. But I will say my oldest son, he uh he told his mom, he was like, I know what dad wants. He wants a copy of Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild back in the, when that game yeah. first came out. And they went to the store and got me a copy. Wow. So that was awesome. I so. did it did pop in mind. Hudson bought me a uh Stevie Wonder record one year. Mm-hmm. You know, like my mom usually will take them to do a little shopping or, and that's what he got like the thrift store. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like funny gifts they find at the thrift store and all yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, that one was cool. All right. Uh, we have some, that's more in bro- his room now, by the way, too. <laughs> Kid takes everything of mine. <laughs> uh, we got some more, but I'm going to save them for next week. Okay. So, well, good. Uh, thank you for all the submissions on earthoddity.net. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm glad it's fired up. And speaking of EarthOddity.net, mm-hmm. I had a communique oh, from wow. Shiny Disco Balls. He says that the t-shirt commission, the t-shirt submission uh-huh. link is just your reg- there's just the regular contact the show. Okay, and you can submit t-shirt designs like via JPEG format. Okay, and that's 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 how we're going to take them. Uh, and there, I have I an idea for that, one. Uh, oh, just I was going to say um. Well, you know what? I should just go there. I think he's got like a tab up. <laughs> Has he changed the home page? <laughs> he has a tab right there at the front of the page that says, uh, this month only, enter the official Earth Oddity t-shirt design contest for your chance to win free shirts for life. <laughs> By life, we mean two shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Boom, beautiful. I mean, seriously. How many t-shirts do you need? <laughs> <laughs> I got an idea for one. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to submit it. Uh-huh. I'll probably win. I think maybe, I don't know if that's fair or not. I'm just more creative than anybody who listens to the show, I'm sure. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Dude, I got I to gotta say, uh, this, this website is awesome. It's the best. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> I hadn't checked on it in a bit. Yeah, me either, like in uh, a few weeks. This is awesome, y'all. <laughs> yeah, seriously, y'all need to go check this out. This website is funny. the best. <laughs> Shiny Disco Ball is funny. <laughs> he doesn't get enough credit. Credit to Shiny Disco Ball. And he sent me a message this week and wanted to know if we could get Deidre back on the podcast. Okay. I, that You would be the one to ask. I think he said... She had a sweet Southern Belle voice that mm-hmm. was better than some of the women in his neck of the woods accent. <laughs> no, we'll see if we can line that up. I don't know. Yeah. I may have to do it on the phone. I don't know that she'll come over here and sit in this room with me and Tiny. <laughs> you don't think so? She don't like to leave the house, ever. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Huh? No. If she's at home, she's at home. She's mad tonight. She had to go pick Libby up. So. <laughs> It's like, sorry, babe, I got plans. <laughs> well, John, uh, that'll do it for questions. And uh, before this free show draws to a close, we need to thank our patrons. We thank you guys all so much for everything you do for supporting us. But we would like to thank by name those who donate at the 10 or above tier. All right. And those fine individuals are Mr. Daniel Hedrick, Mr. James White, Ms. Angela Pinto, Sherry Heron, Mr. Chris Payne, Mr. Derek Reeves, Ms. Jane Updegraff, Ms. Jacqueline B., 
Ms. Nicole Walter, Mr. Shane White, Ms. Sharon Craig, Shiny Disco Balls, The Driver, Mr. Todd Glover, Mr. Tyler Bond, and Mr. Mike Wilcox, a.k.a. McWill. Uh, if you would like to become a patron, you can head on over to patreon.com slash earthoddity, where the $5 tier gets you a whole nother show after this one, Earth Oddity Extended. Uh, speaking of extensions, what are we going to talk about in the extension today? Um, Utah's got itself in a bit of a pickle. <laughs> okay. Uh, I am going to talk about a flashing incident. Okay. That's very odd. All right. I mean, I guess all flashing incidents are odd, but this one's not one all of them. Especially, I told odd. you about getting flashed on the youth trip in Panama City. Yes, yes, you did. <laughs> one of my greatest memories of my entire life. Well, this one would not be your uh, greatest yeah. memory. Yeah, well, this is right up there with like having kids. <laughs> you got anything else? No, I don't have anything else. You've been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening to us, no matter where you get us, whether you get us from Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, we're on them all. Everywhere. Yeah. You can find us. <laughs> if you would like to write into the show, we are earthoddity at planetmail.net, or you can go to our website, earthoddity.net, and yeah. submit stuff to us from there, too. That's right. It's easier to remember. It sure is. Earthoddity.net. Earthoddity.net. If you would like to tweet at us, we are at underscore Earth Oddity on Twitter. If you would like to check out our show art, that is underscore Earth Oddity on Instagram. Yep. We have a Discord server link in the show notes. Yep. And we have a phone number that you can call or text. What's that phone number? That is 662-493-2059. 662-493-2059. We hope everybody out there has an excellent week. Earth Oddity for the Fringe Radio Network signing off. Love y'all. Bye. has been a very odd production. Thanks for listening. Welcome patrons to Earth Oddity Extended, where a little more free form. Sure. We talk about stories that maybe are a little little NSFW occasionally sure but first